Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 878, air date February 12th, 2021. Those people on Instagram, we're inviting our people now on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Periscope and Twitch. Great to have you. Um, today we're going to talk about something I was going to talk about yesterday, but given what occurred with the New York Times um, and the events with... Uh, uh, the vax anti-vax discourse. Um, I thought it'd be more important to do that because it was a great educational opportunity. So t- today we're going to get educated on what we must do, what you must do to get clean elections. Everything that we do in our educational process here, as I've mentioned before, because real education is where you get theory and you get practice. We don't just want to talk about how everything's horrible, how we can't do anything. We actually want to talk about how we can actually change the world. And um, remember, one of the most important things is to, at some point, everyone makes a decision. Are you going to sort of bury your head in the sand or are you going to want to change things? So if we want to change things, there is a physics to changing things. And that's what um, our entire goal here is to educate people and then use real life events that are going on to talk about that. So today we're going to talk about what you can practically do. And it's going to be really nice because you're going to see what you can do in a very simple way in your local community. So we have people joining in from Bay Area, California, People's Republic of Massachusetts, good to have you, uh, Arizona, Texas, uh, Bay Area, California, uh, Zurich, great to have you, Maskless in Central Florida, great, Portugal, um, Lorraine Whitney, great to have you, Jeff Bezos owns the New York Times, so you will only see propaganda from them, very smart uh, guy, thank you. Uh, who else, Texas, who do we got, John? Kuwait, Connecticut, Michigan, Florida, Texas, Chicago, yep. yep. Tampa, Florida, we have England, New Jersey, my home state where I grew up in, Chicago, Alabama, Mississippi, Central Coast, California in the house, excellent, great to have California, Tennessee. Yeah, so uh, it's very interesting. What time is it, John? Today is, uh, it's 5.38. It's interesting, I've noticed like yesterday was the same time. We had close to like 3,000 viewers, and today we have about 500 here. So it seems like uh, clearly they do something to choke us. So we have Scotland, Western Mass, Tallahassee. By the way, let every all, all your friends know, because we're going to talk today about, in a very practical way, I'm going to summarize for everyone um, how these electronic voting systems work and what everyone can do to make sure we have clean elections. We're building the movement for truth, freedom, and health. And we have a platform for it, which we'll talk about, which we always do at the beginning of the show. And we end with the show on it. Um, but you're going to learn a little bit about systems. But most importantly, our platform is an educational platform. And as you learn things, everything right, John? No, uh, he's is someone was so, sorry. I was just reply. I was just replying yeah. to a comment. Someone was commenting yeah. that what we have like I see a hundred viewers here, not five hundred. And I was gonna just tell. Yeah, them so that's hundred viewers there. Um, so we have two different cameras. We have a hundred viewers there. We have about five hundred and twenty-two viewers here on um, on our uh, streamyard here. So uh, what we're gonna talk about is um, what we can do practically in our local neighborhoods. Mm-hmm in our local communities, either at the local level or at the municipal or at the state level to actually get clean elections. I think over the last several months, many of you know, uh, we've conclusively shown how these electronic voting machines can be perturbed, can be manipulated. And we know that the left and the right, the Republicans and Democrats do not wanna solve this. The only people are gonna solve it is us. 
And that's why we need to build a bottoms-up movement. So as a part of that, let me begin by um, going uh, right into this and starting with talking about how these voting machines work. Some of you may know how they work, but I think it's important to review this because when we start with the systems understanding, um, you'll get a fundamental education that you can reuse. So John, you wanna uh, bring that over here? So again, the talk today is how do we get to um, clean elections? So let's go right here. So there we go. Okay, so th the talk is what you must do to get clean elections. Okay, and this is Dr. Shiva Dure. So let's first of all, think about uh, what a system is. By the way, to everyone who takes the Foundations of Systems course, we're gonna keep uh, pounding that away, why it's important to do that. Many of you have asked me to, uh, wanted to support what we're doing. So I started building a series of courses and when you wanna support the, the platform we're developing and doing for you, you also get access to the various levels of courses based on your interests. So let me go back to this. So this is a system um, and we spend a lot of time in the foundations of systems to talk about what is a system. But a system has an input, very simply, and a system has an output, okay? This is the input-output aspect of uh, uh, any system you can think about. Now, when you look at an electronic voting system, what you find is the electronic voting system involves an input. Well, what is the input to an electronic voting system? Well, it's P. We're gonna denote it by this variable P, uh, this purple variable P, it's the people voting. And more specifically, it's called the participating voters. Okay, so what that input is, who is actually voting? Now remember, people can vote with mail-in ballots, they can vote early voting, they can vote uh, absentee ballots, they can come physically to the polls, okay? So there are a number of ways that people can actually vote. And when people vote, what we wanna think about here is when people actually vote, um, the P denotes the, the list of people who voted. By the way, in your local towns, very, very important, make this note, in your own local towns, the towns keep a list of everyone who voted. They have their first name, their last name, their party affiliation. They save all this data. And, uh, and, we, and if you request through a public records request, in 10 days, they have to give that to you. But just to be clear, this is called the participating voters list, okay? the participating voters list. So those are the people who actually voted, okay? So let's assume you look on that spreadsheet, there's 10 rows, that means 10 people voted. And then when these people cast a ballot, you know, they're counting the number of votes, okay? So let's say 10 people came in, five voted for me and five voted for you. The total votes cast is what? Should also be 10, okay? Five for you and five for me. Very, very simple. So we're gonna, use V in this blue color to denote the ballots cast. Now, the question is, does P equal V, right? Should be, right? 100 people came in, you should get 100 votes cast. Very simple question. So I just want people to look at this. Again, let me review this very carefully again. P people come in, early voting, mail-in ballots, whatever, all the people coming to the polls, uh, uh, absentee ballots. Let's say that's 10 people. You expect 10 ballots to be cast. We expect P to equal V. The question is, very simple commonsensical question, is this true? Now, before we talk about that, let me take a, uh, a quick a break to let everyone know that uh, what we're gonna talk about today is from a systems understanding how these electronic voting systems uh, work. But a systems understanding 
you can apply to voting systems, you can apply to uh, understanding vaccination systems, healthcare systems, um, any system, economic systems. And so that's called, and there's a science to that. That's called the foundations of systems. And it took me, you know, you can go to MIT and you can get three, four years of education. You can study intensively two years control systems. So what I've done is in about a couple of hours, I can educate everyone on how systems operate. And using that knowledge of systems, we can start understanding political systems. And by learning that knowledge, it becomes the physics of building a bottoms up movement. That's why yesterday I talked about this guy, Robert Kennedy. A lot of people follow this fool. A lot of people listen to Tucker Carlson. A lot of people think these people are gonna solve the world's problems. Look, if you wanna be entertained, John was saying, just go follow them. I have nothing against them. We're not pro-Democrat, uh, uh, anti-Democrat. We're not pro-Republican, anti-Republican. We are for building a systems understanding. If you want to participate in the theater, go do that. But today we're gonna to understand these electronic voting systems and what you can do, and you're gonna realize that's the power of systems understanding. Before I do that, I have to let people know that we want everyone to become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. We want you to get this education. So please take a moment uh, as I share this. Uh, I always um, uh, start with it uh, because what I want to do is let everyone know that we have created an educational platform at vashiva.com where you can learn this knowledge. And then you can actually use it to build community. We built the equivalent of Facebook, the equivalent of forums on the back end of vashiva.com. So you're going to learn and you're going to meet other alumni and then you can start <clears throat> talking with them all over the world. So let me just play what the we have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. Mm -hmm. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. 
Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game, and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done, and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com, and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics, and I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, so I wanted to play that. And the, I think the key part of that video is that <clears throat> we need to take action locally. So we're gonna talk about that. But let's go to the theory and the education of what's actually going on. So what's going on here with the voting system, as I said, is you have the input and then we have the output, right? So we have, so the question was, should P equal V? What do you think, John? Should P equal V? Uh, Ask people. What do you guys think? <laughs> Does everyone out there think P should equal V? <laughs> How many people think should P equal V, okay? How many people think P should equal V, okay? Basic, basic math. You think P should equal V? Pennsylvania, yes. P, yes, P should equal V, right? So again, for those of you joining, what we're talking about it is that if 10 people go in to vote 
in your local town, right? You should have 10 votes. You shouldn't have 50 votes, right? Right. Well, so as many of you know, I ran for U.S. Senate uh, in 2020, and the Republican primary took place on September 1st. And what ended up happening was we had 3,000 people on the ground, 10,000 lawn signs, 20,000 bumper stickers. We were everywhere. Our opponent was nowhere to be found. The Republican GOP did not want one of us winning because I can't be controlled. You can't be controlled. They wanted one of their fools. This guy was nowhere to be found. No campaign, no lawn signs, no bumper stickers, no one, nowhere. In Franklin County, where it was hand counted ballots, which means, remember, there's two ways ballots are counted or ballots are even tabulated. You can go to some precincts where they literally fill out a paper, hand-marked paper ballots, and it's counted by hand. So hand-marked paper ballots counted by hand. The other method, the way it's it's done, so hand-counted paper ballots, the other way it's done is that you fill out a piece of paper, right? You, you, you make your selections like I'm showing right here, right here, okay, or there. And when these selections are made, it goes into a, a machine and the voting machine converts that paper into an image, converts it into a, a, a photograph. That image then is tabulated, all right? Not the original paper and it's done by the machine. So the big difference is in the handmark case, the handmark case is done by a, a human being, it's paper, a human being, in fact, two human beings read it to verify. In the machine case, the paper is converted to an image on the computer, and then the computer reads it, okay? If there's some issues, then it goes to what's called adjudication, human beings review it, all right? All right, so in Massachusetts, we found out we won in the hand-marked county, uh, predominantly hand-counted county, Franklin County, and everywhere else, it was 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, and I mentioned this before, right? So then this is something that we'll talk about, everyone here can do. All of you here, listen carefully, in any election, and we'll come back and review this, this is sort of the truth, freedom and health movement action that you can do. You can go to your town and going back to this, you can ask your town, hey, uh, town clerk, I want two pieces of data. I want the participating voters list, all the people voted P, and I want the ballots cast. By the way, this is typically published, okay? I want all the people who voted, right, which is P, participating voters list, and I want B. And by law, they have 10 days, typically in most states, it's 10 days to give that to you, okay? So we did that. In Massachusetts, we went and we asked for that, and some of the cities were prompt. Most of them, we had to call them repeatedly. And here is a sample. We issued 15 of these public records. Of course, here's a sample of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all right? So here's the town, and look at the middle column. This is a P. Okay, again, P is what? The number of people who actually on their roll call voted, mail-in ballots, absentee, et cetera. So in Boston, look at this number, 142,911 people voted. In Newton, 30,284 people voted, okay? So this means they actually sent us a list, to be clear. We got a list of people and we have the spreadsheets. Jo Bill Joe, you know, Joe Smith, Diana, blah, 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 everyone's names. So we have a spreadsheet of all, and if you counted that in the case of the, if you counted that in the case of the uh, Boston here, uh, and by the way, in Boston, they didn't give it to us. We had to actually walk in with a mob of people, and then they gave it to us, the list, okay? So it's 142,911. Then we looked at the actual votes cast. What do you see here? Well, 
Is P equal B here? 142,911, 147, nope, 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 nope. In fact, V is greater than P. There are more votes than the actual voters. So just look at that. More votes than voters. What do people think about that? Um, I imagine that they're not uh, particularly. Well, what are, what are people saying on Instagram? What do you guys think about this? There are more votes than voters. And this is not data we made up. This is actually data from the FOIA we issued. Remember, your tax dollars, your tax dollars, my tax dollars are going to pay people who are just paid to do one job in this case. Just count. They're not paid to write software. They're not paid to write music. They're not, they don't have to do construction. They don't have to do plumbing. They just have to count. You would think this should be exact. Look, if you and I make mistakes on our taxes, what happens to us? IRS comes on us, okay? But this is an accounting exercise. And what do you see here? Well, if you look closely, there are more votes than voters. Look at in Boston, <clears throat> 4,114 more votes cast than voters. In Newton, 1,780 more votes cast than voters. I mean, remember, these elections can be won on thin margins, all right? So there are more votes than voters, all right? So how could that happen? All right. But again, let me tell you, all of you can issue a public records request. And by the way, when you go to join vashiva.com slash join, we will be putting up the we'll, we'll give you a template. You can just download that. You can email that to your town clerk. We'll show you how to do that. But anyone here can do that. And it's just simple counting. The number of rows in the spreadsheet should match the number of ballots cast. I hope that's clear. Again, action. Anyone can do that. So let's go back to this. All right. So in Massachusetts, as I said, this is our case study. Things didn't make sense. So there are more votes than voters. So what did we do? The issue is P is not equal to V. So how can that be? So the reality is you're going to find out that these elect. Remember, we we're just put this little box here, the saffron box. What goes on in that machine that would allow this to occur? Well, we have discovered since 2002, these machines the electronic voting machines have a feature called the weighted race feature. So what happens means V, the output here, is not equal to P. It's actually equal to P times W, a weight. So let me repeat, P is not equal to V. That's what it should be, right? And the reason P is not equal to V is P can be multiplied by a number. So let's say I got a thousand people to vote for me and the number of people can be multiplied by 0.2. So my votes are only 200. Or John gets 1,000 people and they multiply his by 1.2. So he gets 1,200 uh, 1, voters, okay? So it'll P will only equal V if W is equal to one. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But if, and then P, P will V. However, if W is greater than one or W is less than one or greater than zero, then P will not equal V. Very simple, so just look at that. All right. Well, is this possible? How could this be possible? Will our, why would we have voting systems that allowed such a weighted race to multiply the votes I got by a weight? Remember, in 1964, we passed one person, one vote. It was clarified by uh, Justice, uh, Judge Earl Warren in a very famous case. 1787, 1800s, you know, Dred Scott said, you know, black people were three fifths of a person. Okay. But there is a feature in these voting systems. If you don't believe me, here you go. It's, here's a Diebold 
November 1st, 2002 manual, and on page 2-126 right there, you see it says weighted. It's a feature called the weighted races. It's a weighted race feature. It's a setup. Are tallied by weights assigned from the voter registration system. All right? Weighted races are tallied by weights. Tallied by weights. There is a feature that they have. Everyone look at this. They have a feature in these systems that you can multiply your votes by weights. Okay? Everyone should take a screenshot of this if you want it. Do a watch party. Let everyone share this. Okay? And it's interesting. Whenever I talk about election stuff, they always choke us, John. You see? Mm -hmm. This is almost a 3,000 yesterday. They're fine with me exposing, you know, or talking about Kennedy, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't want us talking about election fraud, okay? Or clean elections even, all right? So what you see here, everyone, um, is that at, from a systems level, when you actually do the work, yes, someone's setting a cheat, the cheat setting. Exactly, who said that? Let me, let me, Jamie Valentino said the cheat setting. Great, Jamie, excellent, that's a great setting. Okay, that's what they've done. So here's a cheat setting. Uh, Jamie, I think I think it's a, we're gonna use that word, okay, cheat setting. So, so, so look at this phenomenon. This is Franklin County in Massachusetts. I won by 10 points. My opponent got like 44 or 45%. I got 54%, nearly 10 points. And every other county, I'm losing 60, 40, 60, 40. Well, in all these other counties, they use predominantly machine votes, machine counted. So when I found out about this, now we're gonna talk about something very interesting. So remember, what happens when the ballot gets scanned? through the electronic voting machines, it creates a ballot image. So there should be the same number of ballot images as to how many people voted, agreed? Mm -hmm. Right, same number of ballot images to the number of people voted, okay? So what I did was I, when I looked at this election, I knew I didn't win, uh, I, didn't, I didn't lose, I knew I won, it was, in fact, people were saying it was a landslide. So I went to the Secretary of State and I said, I want the ballot images, the ballot images. So. If a million people voted, there should be a million ballot images, all right, on the electronic voting machine. Let's say a million people voted electronically, 100,000 people voted hand-counted ballots. There's a hand, 100 hand-counted paper mark ballots, but there should be 1 million paper ballot images, okay? Um, so we asked for that on September 9th. By September 25th, I get a series of email interactions, which we'll share with you right here with the Secretary of State, okay? And you're gonna see it right here. What does these email interactions show? And I tweeted these email interactions out. It was with a public official. I said, email response from the Massachusetts Legal Counsel to Sheba for Senate request for ballot image on September 24th. This is from Michelle Tassinari. And by the way, whenever I say her name on Twitter, that's when I get kicked off, okay? As you know, I've been permanently suspended when I shared these same slides on February 1st, when I did this on September 26th. So here I say, good morning. Uh, she writes to me, I'm writing to acknowledge receipt of your request for records. Please note that this office does not ma maintain voter tabulation software, some other nonsense. And she goes, but the important point is, look what she says. Massachusetts specifically prohibits the capturing ballot images. This is a federal election. She's telling me Massachusetts prohibits the capturing of ballot images. By the way, they are generated. I don't know what she means by capturing. I write back to her, Michelle, kindly um, refer to me the statute or law in which the approval of digital scan equipment in Massachusetts specifically prohibits the capturing ballot images. She doesn't answer that. She just sends me some nonsensical stuff about ballots, uh, about uh, digital scan equipment. And then she repeats, please note 
that while the ballot images are not stored, the actual ballots voted in any federal election are stored and stored for 22 months in accordance with federal law. No, the rule is that you're supposed to save everything generated. So I write back and I say, you violated federal law. You've deleted the ballot images. See, I destroyed, I said that you destroyed ballot images. When I put out those four tweets and here is the federal law, 52 USC 20701, which says retention and preservation of records. It clearly states that anything generated in connection with the federal election must be preserved for 22 months, okay? So when I tweeted all that out on September 26th, I was thrown off Twitter in the middle of my federal election because I moved to a write-in campaign for the generals. Everyone getting this? Everyone get this so you can educate others, all right? This is what's going on. So uh, I was put back on Twitter on uh, November 26th, by the way, and I hadn't spoken about those four tweets until February 1st. When I did it, I was permanently banned on Twitter. Why? Because you see the ballot images on electronic voting machines are the ballots. They are deleting the ballots. They're deleting ballot images because if they gave me the ballot images, I could do my own recount, but they make it very hard to get access to the, yes, they save the paper, but you have to win by such short margins. So what they do is they rig election so you lose by a landslide or so, so you can't even get access to the paper ballots. And that's what they did here, all right? So let's go back to this. So um, by the way, I was thrown off Twitter for sharing all that starting September 26th in the midst of my campaign. And who was behind it? Well, it turns out the Secretary of State and the National Association of State Election Directors are the ones who contacted Twitter. They were saying I was spreading election misinformation when I was sharing this. I was selling, telling them images were destroyed and I was saying that they violated federal law. So the Massachusetts Election Director and the National Association of State Election Directors, which is funded by the Rockefellers, as you can see by Quadrivium, which is owned by the Murdochs, contacted Twitter to have me turned off. I took that to federal court, as I've shared with you, and here is in testimony, the witness, which is a state election director, saying I was relieved. I was relieved when the judge asked her, were you pleased when they deleted the tweet? And she said, I was relieved. And then here, um, it comes out that they are Twitter partners. So the government of Massachusetts contacted Twitter, okay? Because I was exposing the fact that they delete ballot images. All right, and here, it again here, it comes out here uh, that they're admitting, do you know the four tweets that I shared with you? I was cross-examining with you and interacting with that ballot images removed, is that right? And she said, yes, okay? So bottom line, the Secretary of State and the National Association of State Election Directors, a government contacted Twitter to conceal the destruction of ballot images. They have a Twitter partnership and they admitted to, to getting my tweets down using whatever it took. And they, they did because they did not want you to know that ballot images are more important than paper ballots and they violated federal law, okay? So what did the judge do? The judge ruled in my favor. This is back in October. He issued a order telling the Secretary of State, you cannot contact Twitter to take down Dr. Shiva's tweet. He told the National Association of State Election Directors and he ordered them, if you have any problems with Shiva, go on Twitter. Now, that was in October. In February, when I again reshared simply in an educational event, some of you may remember, again saying that they're destroying ballot images, which is a violation of federal law, bam, I was taken off. This is why all of you need to understand that the ballot images on electronic voting systems are key because they are the ballots. To, to verify, there should be a one-to-one -one connection, okay? I hope I'm making sense, all right? All right, 
And this, by the way, they're doing this everywhere. The National Association of State Election Directors, the reason they contacted Twitter is the National Association of State Election Directors is the organization that works with the community of all election directors who are the ones who approve the voting machines which have that weighted race feature, okay? So let's go back. Right, so John, so what we, what we then did was we said, is there a way that we can detect if the ballot images, given that we can't get access to the ballot images, can we prove that there's a computer algorithm? And as you know, you have an input and an output. Again, when you take the Foundations of Systems course, at vashiva.com slash join, and you get the Truth Freedom Warrior training, you're gonna learn what a system is and you can apply it to anything. But here, when we apply systems thinking, you understand every system has an input and output. It has a state. So it can be in a normal state or an abnormal state. Think about your cardiovascular system. You They wire you up, you get the signal, and a normal signal looks like this. An abnormal signal will look like this. You're not supposed to have a sine wave, right? So in pattern analysis, you have normal states and abnormal states. And my entire life, as many of you know, has been involved in understanding patterns. I've talked about the fact I used to analyze sleep patterns when I was uh, uh, working as a uh, research fellow at Rutgers when I was 14. I used to analyze sleep patterns. I mean, um, uh, speech patterns to detect what people were saying. I used to look at patterns of electronic uh, ultrasonic signals, going, uh, radar signals going through bridges and figure out the normal states and the abnormal states to figure out if the bridge was going to go into failure or the wings of an aircraft where we send an ultrasonic signal and you look at these signals and same with what I do with Cytosol, we can look at the combinations of foods and get the signal of whether it causes inflammation or not. Same with an email message. I, the technology I built at, uh, at EchoMail allows us to look at an email and figure out are there happy customers or angry customers. The bottom line is I've been doing this for a long time, analyzing patterns. I have patents on it where we can extract the features, look at the clustering and the understanding. In fact, that's how we can do face analysis. You, you look at the features in a face and you cluster it. So when you look at here, this system of voting, well, look what we found out. We found out in Massachusetts, you have up, down, up, down, up, down. What am I talking about? We looked at the actual, on the x-axis, the number of votes and how many precincts um, had those number of votes. It's called a histogram. But bottom line, what you see there was about 26 precincts where I got one vote in Suffolk County, then at, uh, about uh, 10 precincts where I got two votes, then I got about 30 votes, 25, uh, uh, 25 to 30 votes, uh, where I only got uh, three votes, okay? I mean, 25 precincts where I only got three votes, 10 precincts where I only got four votes, up, down, up, down. What you're looking at is high, low, high, low, high, low patterns. And the lows are always evens and the highs are odds. And if, if, if in order to even get a pattern like this of a stretch of nine high lows like this, and where there's double more number of odds than evens, that could, well, just the high lows, that could occur in one, one out of 100, one out of 621 events. I did the simulation. But to get high lows where the number of odd numbers, odd votes is greater than even by two, that could only occur in one out of 100,000 events which we haven't even had that many elections in the United States. And the only way that could occur, if you work out the math, is if my votes were multiplied by 0.66 and the other guys by 1.2. So we had figured out that they had the weighted race algorithm on. We redid stuff at County and look, I'm not, I don't lose by 38%. I win at 52, he loses at 43 and so on and so on. We redid the entire election, removing the weights. So we find out that I actually win, okay, by, uh, nearly, you know, 20,000 votes here. And what we 
then did was we actually showed that the voting system here actually has a feature that it always saves a digital image. In fact, here's in testimony by the executive vice president of Dominion, which is one of the systems. By the way, it's not just Dominion, it's all of them. And he's clearly saying that regardless of whether it is hand-marked or, or ballot, the scanners take a digital image of both sides. But look what the Secretary of State is telling us. She lied in court. She, if I've confirmed the vendors of image cast voting equipment, no ballot images are created. This is her testimony in court. But the ballot image vendors clearly say the scanners, whether it's hand-marked, the scanners first take a ballot image uh, of both sides. Regardless, they always are creating ballot images. And here it is in the manual here. And we submitted all this in court, okay? And what do we find here? That there is a weighted race feature right here, okay? And so the judge, so they attempted to deny our lawsuit and the judge, um, or uh, dismiss it, and the judge uh, denied their motion to dismiss. So the reason I'm sharing with you all this is we had two victories in Massachusetts, but fundamentally what I learned, which I'm sharing with you, I didn't know all this, it took me about a couple of months to learn this, is that they have a weighted race feature, they're deleting ballot images, and P is not equal to B. Everyone getting this? P is not. So what can we do? Now you guys have the proof, okay? This is in Massachusetts, and we did this long before the events that occurred with the presidential election. So I was like a veteran of this, and that's why I was able to help expose a lot of the, the what occurred at the Trump-Biden level. But the bottom line that you need to know so you can become a truth, freedom, and health warrior is that from a systems perspective, P, the input, is not matching B. There's a weighted race feature that they can turn on, which means that's how they. That's why B is not equal to P. And the evidence of that, the ballot images are deleting. I'll repeat that again. P should equal B. P should equal B, number one. They have a weighted race feature, which we've shown in Massachusetts. And by the way, there's a lot of very smart people in Massachusetts, a lot of guys at MIT. The opposition hasn't even found one mathemat mathematician to rebut this, okay? And then finally, we have clearly shown that they delete ballot images in violation of federal law. So that's, so, so, so in summary, here's a problem. The inputs and the outputs of the system are unverifiable. They are centralizing tabulation of votes. They're applying the weighted race feature, which means we deny one person, one vote, and they're violating federal law. So let's really look at this. This is a problem before you can, oops, I didn't share here. Um, let me share the problem here. You know, before we can solve the problem, because the goal of today's session is what can you do? What must you do for clean elections? So here's a problem. Everyone look at it. The inputs and the outputs are unverifiable. Anyone can walk in and vote without any ID in the United States. And the outputs are unverifiable. The central, they're centralizing vote tabulation. They're not doing it at the precinct level. They send it to the county and, and they're applying the weighted race. And they're denying one person, one vote, which means all the people voted for me, their votes became two thirds of a person. And they're violating federal law by deleting ballot images. Is that clear? All right. So we want clean elections, right? We all want clean elections and we want one person, one vote. So how do we get there? Number one, the inputs must be verifiable. We have to fight for permanent voter registration cards. Number two, we need to decentralize tabulation. We want hand-marked paper ballots, number one, demand. Number two, at your local level, we want the ballot images to be saved, and we want them to publish a ballot images to the cloud for public recount. Remember, there's no one's names on this, right? So this is a solution. We want permanent voter registration. We want the input verifiable. And then the process, we want hand-marked paper ballots, 
And if they're going to keep using the electronic voting machines, well, they better damn give me the ballot images and, and save it. And they better publish those images to the cloud. They're a public record. All right. So what must you do? All right. What must you do? Let's talk about that. Now we're going to talk about what you can do. As many of you know, when you let me just take a quick break here. I'm going to John, I'm going to go right here. If we go to the website here, if I share with you the whole screen here um, on the VAShiva.com website. So let me go right here. Everyone, when you go to VAShiva.com and you log in um, and if you go to VAShiva.com, specifically VAShiva.com slash join and everyone, if you haven't done it, please do this because we're building a platform for education. We're building a platform for community with the equivalent of Facebook tools, email for you. We want to build a massive movement of truth, freedom, and health warriors. And so when you go to vashiva.com slash join, you can listen to the video again. We're building this platform, right? And as you say, says it right here, says this platform provides educational curricula, innovative tools to empower you to be a force to deliver real solutions in your local communities. So you can contribute. We have people com contributing. Um, and one of the things you can do is Everyone's asked me, Dr. Shiva, we want to help. Well, when you help and you support this movement, if you if you give 100 or more, um, then you get to be a warrior and you get access to this incredible set of training tools. And it's a lot of stuff uh, I've given because I really believe um, in being extremely uh, generous, particularly in education, because education is a way out of suffering. So here, when you donate that 100, you first get a three-hour live session with me that I do every Mondays. You will really understand systems. You're going to learn basically an MIT education here in a couple of hours. Then you get access to the video tools where you can take the video. You can also take a, an exam and get certified. You can get access to the system self portal. You'll understand those same systems principle apply to your body where you can use these principles to understand what kind of system you are, how your body may be disturbed. Um, off course and how you can use foods and supplements to get back in the line. You get access to system and revolution. You get access to three more books. You get access to the systems of engineering paper, et cetera. But most, most importantly, what we're doing here is when you log into the system, as I've already done, you get access to the dashboard and on this dashboard, we're going to be giving you tools. And in fact, there's a lot of tools up here. So you get access to different videos, right? You get premium videos. You get access to, for example, on the mass stuff. By the way, there's going to be a bunch more cards going up Monday, right, John? Right. We have, uh, so this is explaining, um, the, you can hand this out to your friends. You can print them. We give you the full PDFs. It explains why masks, the problem of masks and oral health. But then you get access to the forum, okay? The forum is a vehicle where everyone here can literally go in and start a conversation, okay? We have various forums. We have uh, uh, this community's building where you can, without big tech, without being thrown off, you can have conversation with the community of truth, freedom, and health warriors. So you get educated, people sign up, then you get to talk to people all over the world who are on the same page with you. You can have really, really good, intelligent conversations. So that's the forum. The other thing we've done independent of the forum is that we've also created uh, a capability where you can also have the equivalent of Facebook. So all the truth, freedom, and health warriors, I think John set up his page here, so I'll show you his page. So you can, it's called VA Shiva Social Media, okay? So you get access here, and then you can literally set up your page. John set up his page, we have groups. So you can join in and, and join uh, one of the groups. I think there's a warrior group, there's a leader group. So 
um, and there's different useful links, but you can literally start chatting with people, literally setting up your own homestead here. So that is what we've created. And there's access to your body, your system, which is a tool that helps you understand your body as a system. Then you have access to, and it's a very powerful tool. It took me about 15 years to build this tool. You also have access to all the videos that we do that are the training videos where you'll understand the power of the not so obvious establishment. You'll get understanding of what is a system. Uh, you you know, what is what the truth, freedom and health, the bottoms up movement and so on. There's a ton of stuff up there. But the reason I'm sharing that with you is we need to get educated. And so part of that education is we want you to act locally. So you get the education, you build friendships online with other truth, freedom and health warriors, and then you can take action. So the action that we wanna do here today is that we want people to um, very specifically, we're gonna be launching a referendum page so everyone can get trained. But what you must do is you must fight number one locally. You can issue what's called a public records request for any election. You can ask uh, your local town clerk, I want the participating voters list. I want the number of ballots and I, uh, ballots, and I want the ballot images. The next thing we're gonna be uh, doing on when you log into the dashboard is we're actually going to give instructions. In fact, it may go up tonight and I'll do a follow up tomorrow on vashiva.com slash clean elections, where you can actually learn how to do a referendum in your local state, your local town. And what do I mean by that? John, we can come back to this. So what we mean by that is we need to the, the legislators aren't going to do anything because remember, they're part of the problem, but we could run a state referendum in Massachusetts, we have to get about 90,000 signatures. We get a ballot question called clean elections. And what we'll say is we want hand counted paper ballots. And if you're gonna do the electronic voting, then we want the ballot images preserved. That's what we're gonna demand, okay? So what we're gonna do is uh, tomorrow, uh, the page will be up and we wanna run this nationally. So become a truth, freedom and health warrior because we wanna have around 50,000 truth, freedom and health warriors by the end of this year. We want to also train leaders in every state. We want to have a leader and what we want the leaders to do. One of the initiatives we're going to do besides a mass, besides fighting lockdowns is we want a leadership movement to every state start getting signatures to get a national or a local state referendum to demand that we they must preserve the ballot images and we must go to hand marked paper ballots. OK, so that's what we're going to do. OK. That's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna show you exactly how to do this. So please join at vashiva.com slash join, support whatever you wanna support. If you don't wanna be a warrior, you can get the books or just join as a member. Uh, you know, uh, it, it doesn't cost you anything to get access to the videos, but we need to build an awesome movement of truth, freedom and health warriors who start acting locally. And instead of just uh, saying, oh my God, the elections, they're screwing us, we have a solution. And it's going to be locally, locally, locally. All right. That's how we're going to win. All right. We're going to win locally because there's more of us than them. There's more of us than them. So once we have the right theory. So what you've learned is applying systems theory today in summer, you've learned what the real issue is with the electronic voting systems. And we also have a real solution. And the real issue, by the way, is they deny one person one vote. And the real solution is we need to go locally and we need to demand hand marked paper ballots, and number two, we must demand that they preserve the ballot images. And if it, because once we have the ballot images, it's gonna be very difficult to cheat. And, we, and, and if we do it locally, 
they do the cheating centrally because they centralize it. So we have a solution, but we need all of you to help. This is your movement, okay? I am uh, creating, and what we're creating here is a platform. So VA Shiva will teach you the education. It'll teach you, give, give you tools to build community. We have email, Facebook form, as we've shared. And then we're gonna give you actual actionable events. So we're not just victims here moaning and groaning all day long. Okay. We don't want to be entertainers. You're like Tucker Carlson acting all concerned on the left and the right. Okay. We want to go take action again, by the way, if you want to support these guys, you know, and watch them for entertainment, great, but they're not going to do anything. So in closing, go to vashiva.com slash join, become a, become a truth, freedom and health warrior, get the training you need. Remember, you can't build a bridge without physics. You can't build an airplane without understanding the science. You can't build anything around us without a science. So we're doing here is we're creating a community. We're creating our tools. This is in our own infrastructure beyond big tech. That's what we're doing. That's how we're going to win. So everyone, thank you very much. And in closing, John, I'll just play the video that I like to play because people have asked me to play that over and over again. I keep getting a bunch of requests. So let me go to the uh, video file. Out our country to be taken over. Uh, we have a uh, by, by the way, John, are we going to do, uh, we'll be back on the weekend. If people want me to do any particular topic on the weekend, please email me on Saturday and Sunday. We're going to be holding a leadership summit uh, every Thursdays for Truth, Freedom and Health Warriors. Every other Thursday, we're going to be, uh, we had a great summit yesterday, about 120 people were on, but we want to get 50,000. We have close to 5,000 Truth, Freedom and Health Warriors. We want to have about 10 times that by the end of the year. So this is what you can do. Get educated or be enslaved. And let me play this and here we go, okay? Thank you everyone, have a great weekend. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is a movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. 
Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game, and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done, and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com, and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics, and I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaign's expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they wanna take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, vashiva.com. Okay, everyone, I hope you have a good weekend. Deep down inside them. And we're... Um, uh, and please email me at vashiva at vashiva.com if there's any other topics you want me to cover. We have a list that we're building, but I always like to get your feedback. And if you have any issues on, on the website, you can also send us an email. And But also when you're logged in, you can also give suggestions, participate in the forum. And there's a, a lot of people joining from all over the world on this. So it's, it's a great community of people. You don't have to feel like you're lonely anymore. Thank you. Be well. Have a good evening.